How did we give the state this kind of power? 9-11 changed everything. We're going to expand the Bureau from law enforcement to domestic intelligence. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime. It's the replicated play from the deep state and their partners in the media. They're not just deplatforming you. They are trying to throw people in prison. If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. To America, asshole. Oh, yeah. Most of them are not real people. They're like whistle, whistleblower or whatever. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Welcome back to The Left is Dead. It's a special night tonight. We are back again uh, with something we haven't done in a minute. We watched a movie. And um, like many of the movies we watched, it was a very bad movie. Uh, we watched 2023's Dinesh D'Souza's Police State of Dinesh D'Souza Joint by Dinesh D'Souza, a film by Dinesh D'Souza. Well, all right, Nathan. And Debbie, uh, I his guess wife. Debbie is a, Debbie is a co-producer. Yeah. Uh, so is Dan Boingo, Dan Bongino former NYPD officer, now renegade for some reason, right? <laughs> He's hiding from something. But yeah, let, I'll go ahead and introduce this movie before we get too far into this, whatever the fuck this was. Yeah, just for context, on May 20th, 2022, Dinesh D'Souza premiered 2,000 Mules, oh, an alleged documentary, right? We agree, alleged documentary. Failing to document alleged mass election fraud in several swing states during the 2020 presidential election. D'Souza and Texas-based nonprofit True the Vote, True the Vote, failed to demonstrate election fraud despite millions of dollars in donations and an alleged analysis of surveillance footage of thousands of ballot boxes. This alleged documentary persistently associated poll workers with criminal conspiracy, repeating the terms ballot mules and ballot trafficking as if the ballots were minors trafficked by Matt Gates across state lines, or as if the DHS or ICE should take over America's state-run elections, right? That, that's how they're talking about these right. ballots. The most banal actions of voters wearing hoodies, dropping off ballots after dark and grainy video footage, uh, this becomes the stuff of democracy's nightmares, and cool. surely the police... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one lady was wearing rubber gloves during a pandemic. That's pretty suspicious. I believe that, pre that one. Yeah, too, too germaphobic. Like, yeah. what else is she? No, fingerprinting. <laughs> warding <laughs> off. Yeah. <Go> ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, the, the, the footage of that uh, in that film was hilarious. But um, yeah, so surely if there's so much rampant, you know, election fraud and this criminal conspiracy that's overthrowing democracy. Um, surely the police or your local patriotic wacko should do something about that, right? Uh, this 2000 Mules documentary was made for the advocates of stringent ballot bureaucracy, voter suppression, and voter intimidation while harvesting donations for a gaggle of Southern state nonprofit grifters who moved on to a series of fraud and defamation lawsuits while fundraising for a hospital in Ukraine. Um, now, you might think 2,000 Mules represents D'Souza's un uncritical embrace of a law and order politics, but Dinesh is a complex guy. He contains multitudes. Um, on November 1st, 2023, uh, Dinesh and his wife, Debbie, premiered the movie we're talking about now, Police State, at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Hotel. While Trump was what? not present at the premiere yeah, here, <laughs> right? 
Yeah, he's yeah. not watching this shit. Yeah, I I really doubt he saw this. Like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. And we know I mean, when he got that part of, but. We know when he yeah. watches movies, he doesn't even watch them. I mean, he watched a whole ass movie with Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel and reported back to them oh, that yeah. I like the beginning, the end, and the stuff you did and the results of that stuff. Was like, He's definitely not watching this garbage. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> maybe, because this has more people he knows in it, I guess, but barely. He gave Dinesh a pardon, but I, I, I kind of doubt it. There's people who claim they're friends with Dinesh. Like yeah. Wade Burleson, local retired pastor who ran for the house in Oklahoma. He says he's friends with, I mean, he did that's, get Dinesh to speak at the church. but That's the tier of friends I would expect right there. Not too wealthy, but like almost there. Yeah. Definitely like a, a high T, uh, like a high tier GOP jo- donor. But like in the, of the Trump era, we're like, oh, like the guy who owned car dealerships here who became ambassador to Morocco or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> I yeah, can see yeah. that guy being friends with Dinesh, but not Trump, not anybody that high. Like, well, he dated Ann Coulter and um, Laura Ingram, I think. Mm. So he's actually he's dated some of the most powerful women of the conservative movement 15 years ago. Yeah. He also complained at uh, Tucker Carlson for limited footage on Fox News. That's right. That. After 2000 Mules, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, for 2000 Mules. Fox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's really kind of put himself in a hole here by making his videos so dumb uh i think what was it hillary's america the movie that helped defeat donald trump by only being released shortly after like before or after he got elected anyway um i believe in that one i think that's where he starts to drop the ball because you could see he was off the pulse because he was like well what if the kkk was bad yeah 2016 where it's like they're not really trying to hear that right now (laughs) Well, this is the interesting thing about Dinesh is like he he's so off the pulse, but he kind of gives plausible deniability because he's like in this film, he talks about the FBI's harassment of Muslims and right. Dinesh. He has said very Islamophobic stuff. He's like said that Obama was going to bring what was it? The, the empire of Islam or something. Well, he said we but, deserve 9-11. That's not. Yeah, it. he said that also, but yeah. he's. Dinesh will sometimes say something reasonable, like maybe some people are Islamophobes, which, right. you know, <laughs> not that reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard to say. Um, George W. Bush politics. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because it's like, well, de- Democrats are the party of racist. Uh, Republicans are the party of Lincoln. Donald Trump is Lincoln. But also the federal government's out of control now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Have you heard about these federal agencies, folks? They're bad. And that's where we'll start this beautiful movie. Imagine this. You're at home, praying, <laughs> sitting down to breakfast, fresh egos and fucking Fruit Loops. It wasn't even a very good breakfast picture in the movie, but you can picture it. And now you're under arrest. For what? I don't know. Does we ever learn what the man in the first scene's arrested for? He has more than no. three people at his dinner table. He's more than three people at the table during COVID. Yeah, Something I mean, the like guy that. is arrested, right? Yeah, yeah. Not not the rest of the family. The rest well, the, of the family, the family just, just had guns. Just has at guns them. pointed directly at them down <laughs> camera, which yeah. is such an insane shot. It's a lot like the Sound of Freedom, where they're like, "Oh, look at this!" It's like, "Well, this is kind of disturbing," and it's on you for doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every <laughs> suburb will become Ruby Ridge. Pretty yeah, much. That's okay. But yeah, well, let's go into that because that starts off. That's a classic thing that comes up that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, uh, that's um more of an Alex Jones type territory. That's what makes me think he's off a bit. Is like. He does a lot of talking about Ruby Ridge and Waco, where it's like, yeah, 
okay, that's still like a militia thing, but it, it became less of a signifier after the 90s because, you know, it looked bad after Oklahoma City. Right. And it's interesting to see Dinesh bring it up because, like, when are you ever going to be in a situation like this? Who do you, like, I don't, where does he work now? Or is he just on his own? <laughs> well, this is this is the weird thing. Every time we talk about Dinesh, we can't tell, we can't get a pulse on his audience. What he and has. he can't seem to get a pulse on the broader right-wing audience. But what's interesting about this is how he talks about January 6th. He's like, Jan the storming of the Capitol was the false flag Reichstag, burning of the Reichstag oh God. that will bring the police state. And what he's doing is like, no, the January 6th people aren't the fascists. They're just the confused people who are being used by the real fascists, the Democratic Party, right? So he gives this out. If you're a Republican and you don't want to be associated with Nazis or explicit white ethno state guys then uh you could appeal to dinesh maybe okay maybe but yeah but also like that's the thing they're like the holocaust deniers who say like also the holocaust didn't you know the holocaust didn't happen and if it did it was good yes like that, yeah because it's like okay well so wait people who weren't related to you at all went in the capital or like they were egged on by other people and they're that dumb that they fall for it it's like, why is the FBI so out of control if Trump's such a genius? Why didn't he fucking fix it in four years? You know, mm -hmm. there's this weird contradiction that none of them can settle about January 6th, really, you know, because they don't want to go to jail. If they don't want to go to jail for it, I guess. Not that Dinesh was there. He was, I'm sure he was at home. But I think that with January 6th, like, you, we both did it and didn't do it. But if we did do it, it was good. And if we didn't do it, it's bad and it's fake. And everyone they arrest is also a fraud. Like... You yeah. can't have it both ways. And it's not a historical parallel to the Reichstag at all. Yeah. I mean, so the guy who burned the Reichstag was allegedly a a deranged communist. Like any I, I haven't looked into this. I gotta it's just a whole uh rabbit hole. But like the same thing happened here where like early on after January sixth, immediately they were saying that Antifa did this with the right. FBI as a false flag. Yeah, if you remember, Alex Jones had the Q shaman on to tell him he was CIA or a PSYOP or something like that. Mm -hmm. He was very upset because he, Owen is now, Owen Schroyer is now in jail for that. So um, I believe he's serving like two months. But yeah, it's, it's, it's strange because, yeah, it was always Antifa, but then now it's like, I th look at Vivek's the perfect illustration of this. Vivek, who on January 6th was like being like, Donald Trump is being bad. You know, and now mm. he's like, oh, actually, I don't know. He's like, if they ask him about it, he's like, well, I think we should just revote. Which, the fuck does that mean? But still, yeah, his idea is revote. So even like this kind of squish, I think the only people who'd say it was bad now are like Liz Cheney, Chris Christie, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, on the Republican side, I mean, Kristen Cinema, I guess. If you want to count her as a Republican, you might as well. Uh, I don't know there's anyone that, yeah, I think it's been pretty much accepted. There's not anyone who's like Jacob Chansley got out earlier just from like public outrage, and that was the Biden DOJ. So to think that we're going into this police state is so ridiculous. But I, I well, it would be ridiculous if we didn't have a bunch of witnesses who told us all about it. Um, we want to start going through the the testimonies here. We can start with, I mean, the first person Dinesh meets under heavy surveillance, mm -hmm. which is also I love the movie where. He, 
he's not actually being followed by the FBI, so he made a movie where he can show himself being followed by the FBI. He hired crisis actors yeah. to yeah. stake out him and his <laughs> wife and all his friends. It's just like how 2000 Mules was in a command post, like, oh, we're in the bunker, the vote <laughs> bunker, you know? And now it's like, oh, yeah, Dinesh is being followed by the FBI. It's like, okay, maybe, but if anything, it's for the stuff that he did with True the Vote two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> So that's really on him. He should have been like doing a voter intimidation and hacking people's stuff, you know. And then well, is- about that, like, isn't it interesting that um, the people associated, the, the founders of True the Vote, have served jail time for uh, contempt of court for defamation, and Dinesh does not bring anyone up involved with True the Vote about their prison time or their court cases. He does not. That is funny. Mention them. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that because, yeah, they did, they went to jail for, like, violating federal law. I mean. Yeah, and I don't know where the fraud cases are. Um, I lost track of that, but, like, the guy who donated – did he donate over $2 million? He He said he wanted it back, and he's suing True the Vote. Oh, Patrick Byrne, founder yes. of Overstock.com. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He got yeah. mad because he was hanging out – after the election, he was hanging out with um, Lindell, Flynn, probably Rudy in that mix cranks you know he was the mm-hmm. other it's funny he doesn't come up as much because he didn't stick with it as hard but he was the other like ceo billionaire or well millionaire who was there with mike lindell who was funding a bunch of that stuff right after this like the stop the steal stuff and when lindell was originally making you know absolute proof in those first documentaries or whatever those documentaries were like when patrick byrne was hanging around but then this the true the vote stuff looked too wacky and he got in trouble for like the 2000 mules stuff and then um, I believe he was Jose, he was at another conference where he had like Dylan Steinbart, who was formerly known as Baby Q, who now says Q is like an AI program. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he was at a conference that Patrick Byrne was either paying for or like speaking at or both. And yeah, Patrick Byrne kind of was like, well, you people are insane. I'm out of here. Mike Lindell is the true believer. <laughs> Did he say good AI QAnon or bad AI I, it's, I think it's, I don't. I don't know if he even states what it is. I think it's good, I guess. I don't fucking know. I, it's really hard to tell with Dylan because Dylan until two years ago when he went to federal, when he went to prison for a while for like pulling a gun on the feds. Um, I believe he was like, well, I can't pretend to be Q anymore because I've been arrested. So, but before that he was pretending he needed to be Q from the future or sending himself messages from the future. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> this guy. Yeah, man. There's yeah. so much Q lore that I can't keep up with. Most of them are gone. You know, most yeah. of these people are really, and it's, it, they're really actually at a point where like Dinesh is, where like they're, they get much less views, but they're all fighting over audience share, you know? And Dinesh, I mean, it's funny, he had Dan Bongino as, well, as the first witness in this one, you know, who, he's at, who I was just saying he was under surveillance, go see, but you see a lot less people like Prager. Um, it wasn't Shapiro in 2000 Mules? I beginning. can't remember. I think I'll he was check. In that scene where they're all like smoking cigars and being like, "I think the election was stolen." Yeah, and Charlie Dr. Kirk Gorka. was there. That's who. Yeah, maybe that's. I think that's who I was thinking of. Uh, Gorka. <laughs> yeah, Gorka was there. Gorka, Gorka was like, "They're going to accuse us of doing surveillance of uh, citizen voters." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prager. <laughs> I remember Prager's like even like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. They're going to accuse us of doing voter fraud. Like, okay. Like, yeah, man, you're doing voter intimidation. Right now, they'd say we were doing a crime, Dinesh, by looking at all this video of CCTV footage of voters and their names. 
and getting just trying to track their cell phone data to it. They'd say we were spying. Like, okay, buddy. And I, I was like, Eric Metaxas was in there too. Okay, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. He's not very. He was like an Alex Jones style, like parallel to that kind of place, wasn't he? Like he's kind of. I feel like I've heard him on Alex Jones before. Yeah, and yeah, and he's more religious. And okay, yeah. He, like even Prager though was like, I don't know, but this seems stupid. Like I think he was a bit more convinced convinced by the end of the documentary or whatever. But I, I highly doubt he watched all those videos of people. I really oh, yeah. he was screening those videos in that room, wherever the fuck they were. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, they spent how much on all the surveillance footage, and then they had to like double. They when they couldn't find anything, they had to double down and just connect dots and make a narrative so that they could sell this movie. Yeah, yeah. They paid them, I think, like a million bucks for like the the cell phone data. Crazy amount of money for the data. Like, yeah, we were like, <laughs> look at this. Like, you can just buy this data. It's like, well, no, not no, not everybody can. Like, why would you? It's not. It was useless. It was metadata. That's how you yeah. drone strike children who are playing snake on a phone in Afghanistan, you fucking idiot. Right, you know, yeah. It's not for fucking, that doesn't tell you anything. This person came within 300 feet or like 300 meters of a drop box, like four times. Like, oh, you got him. Yeah. Was, yeah. And everybody really did tear that apart. Even the right wing didn't really run with that kind of stuff, you know. And obviously, uh. Fox and those people got sued at some point. So Dinesh was trying to find an out for like the lawsuits for like, well, you don't say it was the voting machines. You say it was mail-in votes and that, you know, everybody just dumped them all at one time. And that's why it was like that, which I guess is a nice way to get, not get the lawsuit. But I don't know if any of those people are thinking of suing him. It's not a good PR, like long-term PR strategy. I mean, like, no one wants to be associated with True the Vote too publicly or anything like that. And it, it's a bunch of obvious fraudsters, but... They, they keep getting money, you know, they keep doing their thing and other people come up and do their fraud stuff. I don't know. Meanwhile, hey, there's people out there still being like Tim Ballard is a hero. Wow, you're, you're these accusations. Russell Brand, there's like vivid descriptions of what Russell Brand has done yeah. on TV. Yeah. And people are like, I don't know. Yeah. And maybe because he says like, you have to align your chakras instead of get vaccines. Like, that's why they're after him. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And by after him, I mean like taking his TikTok revenue so far or something like that. Um, it, it, it seems like evangelicals will tolerate a lot of fraud and abuse in their institutions and in their fundraisers and whatnot. Okay. So, yeah, it, it, that's really it. It's money laundering. It's money yeah. laundering to themselves. It's donors who just need to get money out of, you know. I'm sure it's all like Bitcoin pedophiles, whoever. Like mm. somebody gave that million dollars in Bitcoin to Alex Jones when during his trial. That was probably like some sex criminal down in Bolivia or Belize <laughs> or something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who else would be doing it? But um that's why we have the number one guy who it's these people funny they know so much about the deep state except when they're in it. Because Dan Bongino <laughs> starts off the movie and he's like, first off, I want to say Dan Bongino was a night uh and what former NYPD officer Dan Bongino was only in the NYPD from 1995 to 1999. So he wasn't even there for 9-11, and he only worked there for four fucking years, which is hilarious. And then he became a Secret Service agent in 2000, or 1999. And let's see, he was assigned to the president, Presidential Protection Division during George W. Bush. He helped the beat. He helped the deep state. And he was president. He was watching Obama, President Obama too until 2011. So, why well, this is pretty good. I like Dan Bongino because he doesn't actually say how he's being persecuted or for what. 
but he's more yeah. afraid of being arrested now than ever. <laughs> yeah, why is he here? Did you? I don't know. Why is he in the movie? Yeah, why? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, okay. Well, what's his, his Was he in 2000 Mules? Christ. He was in no. 2000 Mules. Was that's he? when I first saw him. Yeah, okay. that's when I first saw him, but I don't really remember what he did in there or and I don't know much of anything about him. I just see him posting all the time because I think he was like literally doing like that liberal thing on accident where he's like, it's day 326 and they still haven't impeached him or some bullshit. Like, where he was basically doing like what the blue like blue Twitter was doing for Trump. Like he was accidentally doing that. Or he's like, we're still living in a communist nation or some bullshit like that. Mm. So I guess that's what he could be in trouble for. I mean, I know he hosts a radio show, but I don't, I can't think of, I don't even think he was at January 6th. I don't think he did anything. I think he doesn't like the COVID shot or something like that. So um, I don't fucking know why he's there. He's also, he does seem like the narr- the co-narrative driver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's supposed to be helping there set up a story, which we'll go through bullet points. Like this, what fucking story? Because this is a movie of disconnected grievances strung together in a fucking chain of consciousness this is an insane movie with insane people and you can tell Dinesh sucks because look at the low tier of fucking liars he gets <laughs> yeah yeah um because next we have cash patel who's also what a victim of the deep state because trump lost or something like that i don't get what yeah he's, no clue why he's sure i don't know who likes him oh that well we were talking about that before we hit record mike lindell likes him Right. Head of the CIA, acting director. <laughs> Dan Bongino, head of air marshals. Oh, my God, the air marshals. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about it. Until just now. <laughs> that comes up towards the end yeah, of the movie, yeah, I yeah. think. Like yeah, last third or so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's out of control. I mean, really. Uh, yeah, we don't even have to talk about it in chronological order, necessarily. No, no we'll go through it. Because we'll go through it some spirals. of these, these witnesses. Are, these are wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Cash Patel's there. Again, no reason. Uh, I guess to tell people that Trump lost the election. Oh, and I think maybe to like, he reinforced the 2000 Mules claim or something like that. He like says like, there was fraudulent ballots or like we should have voter ID laws more strict or some dog shit. Not an interesting person. Like you said, who the fuck yeah. is this for? I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I always confuse him with uh, Ali Alexander, but he's gone for being a pedophile or whatever. You know, yeah. Um, so we got Dan Boingo. Dan Boingo. Dan Boingo, who is token police person, who oh, no. cop veteran, who's anti-police state. I that's my guess about why he's there in the first third of the movie. Um, yeah. well, the whole movie, but yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, you got uh, Moms for Liberty in Christ. You got. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, well, here's the first one. Julie Kelly. Who the hell is this? Julie Kelly is a contributor, a senior contributor to American Greatness and author of January 6th, How Democrats Used the Capitol Protest to Launch on War, a War on Terror Against the Political Right. Lady, you should have just called it police state. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I would work on that phraseology, like war on terror. Are we for the war on terror or against the war on terror now, if you're a conservative? Okay. Yeah. 
let's jump to one guest in particular that will involve Rand Paul in this too, I guess. I apologize if I start tangents no, it's here. It's all right, because <laughs> this is fucking, that Rand Paul shit's so wild because, what the fuck? Ron or Rand? Rand. I, I don't have him confused. That it's just wild. That's why it's so wild to see Dinesh be like, when you were here in 2001, you said no to the Patriot Act. He's like, I wasn't here yet, but I think he mean my father. Like <laughs> he like, kept dude. that take. Dinesh kept that I take. Know. And it's crazy too because yeah, Rand Paul's shameless. He would have fucking definitely done another one. This is the guy who keeps <laughs> this is the guy who like won't get rid of Obamacare because he knows, you know, 90% of his state needs it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's an idiot uh, it, completely. And he came in before, like, I'd say what he's one of the surviving Tea Party class types, isn't he? Yeah. Because he would came in around that time. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember him being interviewed in, I think, Rolling Stone. And he was, like, wearing Birkenstocks over socks or whatever. And it's like, damn, this guy's quirky. Well, it's just like True the Vote. True the Vote was a uh, Tea Party nonprofit thing. Th- there's mean, some of that coming back up. Yeah, that makes sense. Because originally, Dinesh is uh, Obama birther yeah. guy. Yeah. Because, I mean... Which is funny to say, like, we, we're talking about it like these documentaries, like, somehow degraded, but, like, they've always been pieces of shit. I mean, mm-hmm. Dreams from My Real Father, I believe he goes to slip that book through, like, Michelle Obama's mom's door in Chicago or whatever. He's, like, trying to shove it through the mail slot. It's like, this guy's just a dick. And, yeah, he's mad at Obama. Is the ba- Like, I think he's mad at Obama for basically having birthright citizenship, and he doesn't. Because he thinks Obama's like uh, ungrateful for having it. He's like, Obama came here and wants to do decolonization. And I came here and I made myself a success by like going to the same exact school as Obama. Writing for the that paper makes sense. there. Yeah, like, I think he's very upset that he like has the same credentials, but he sucks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. much more uncomfortable to look at than Obama. So this lady, yeah, the first lady's just talking about January 6th and how it was, I guess... Maybe it wasn't a false flag in her mind. Maybe it was just they did it, but it's unfair that they're being punished for it. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't even. Oh, man. Americans were shocked and outraged to see chaos unfold at the Capitol on January 6th. The melee shut down plans by some Republican lawmakers to object to Congress's official certification of the. Oh, they screwed the pooch. They jumped the gun. They were going to decertify the election until those idiots ran in. So it says right here, the shutdown plans by some Republican lawmakers to object to Congress's official certification of the 2020 presidential election results. So that means if they had not done that, you know, Trump should really be more mad at them. Democrats and news media and many leading, Repo- many leading Republicans immediately blamed the roughly four-hour disturbance on President Trump. The president quote, incited an insurrection, end quote. The American public was told it prompted a second impeachment trial of Donald Trump after he left office. Okay. One year later, the original America, what happened that day has crumbled, crumbled. While hundreds of Americans have been swept up in an unprecedented investigation led by Joe Biden's Justice Department to punish them for their involvement in the January 6th protest. The public has been misled and flat out lied to about a number of aspects related to that day. This book exposes them all. So this book is just going to be this movie in book form. The movie should just be based off this book. Yes. (laughs) Based off 
what was it? I'm sorry. January 6th, how Democrats used Capitol protests to launch a war on terror against the political right. Hardcover. It is that book. Yeah. With Dinesh being stalked. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And for whatever reason, yes. Being stalked. Um, being, I, I, again, he is a felon. I mean, he does have a federal record. He's been in federal, he's been in jail. You know, he got a pardon for a charge he'd already served the time on from Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess he's not technically a, a, a felon now. I don't know if that's how that works. I never, I never plan on getting a pardon for anything. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't, he was a federal criminal up until like 2019 <laughs> or whatever. But at the same time, he, we know what he, we have already been over that before. I think he just, we know he, stayed in a halfway house he definitely did not learn how to do insurance fraud crime where you sell insurance to people and then kill them a week later or whatever <laughs> which i don't think is a real kind of fraud at all i don't think it's happened anywhere where you go, we go sell old people life insurance they put us as the beneficiary and then we come back and kill them a week later and it's a lady a guy with tattoos on his face and a guy with braids and tattoos on his face too like okay yeah, and we were out there selling insurance. We set up a whole insurance agency. Like, what the fuck is this? So I don't think Dinesh knows how crime works, so he probably doesn't know how surveillance works, you know? Um, who the fuck else do we have? We have George Hill. Who is that? <laughs> so hard to keep track of these people because they're all the most, like... I already forgot, yeah. Boring <laughs> white people, yeah. Um, FBI, let's see this. <laughs> FBI was there's so many FBI uh, yeah. whistleblowers oh I have okay. not heard of before in this movie. I don't know if this is the one I like, but there is one that I really like. Retaliation. Ooh, we wrote a report about government retaliation. Oh wow. <laughs> you have a right to speak with Congress. All FBI employees, you have a right. they have to listen to you if you call Congress. If you call your representative, they have to pay attention. Okay, I'm not reading this right now. Also, Julie Kelly should be known that she shares a name with this lady who is uh, the head of diversity, equity, and inclusion at the University of Michigan. <laughs> so I found that lady first looking for her, which says something about your like profile. Uh, oh, this guy says, FBI wrongly accused gun owners, wrongfully targeted gun owners, concerned parents. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, this looks like it's the guy who defended the parents yelling at school boards and things like that. Yeah, let's let's talk about the harassment thing because Two Thousand Mules is a film where there's plausible deniability that they're encouraging people to to basically harass, yeah, intimidate voters, and there's so much harassment in this pseudo documentary also where. Like, well, I mean, people like uh, towards the last third, there's uh, the uh, pro-life person who oh got God, charged yeah. for harassing people seeking abortion. Yeah, he got charged with assaulting someone. He pushed somebody yeah. down and he definitely did do that. It was on video. Planned Parenthood gave the video to the police. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all in the court records. It, it's shameless. And it's kind of like Dinesh is encouraging people I don't know. He's encouraged. He's saying that people should be able to harass other people in civil society without being charged with defamation or incitement or yeah, this or that. It's great because the loudest I've ever seen him being like denouncing somebody was that guy who beat the shit out of Paul Pelosi. 
because Dinesh was huge on that, like, whole, he's gay, yeah. he's a gay lover, and he's definitely not a right-winger. How would a vegan nudist from California be a right-winger? Mm. You know what I mean? So he was all over that, and he was posting it for, like, he was literally doing, like, Don Jr. tier posting of, like, isn't this hilarious? Paul Pelosi, gay, confirmed by police report, saying that the man was a friend on the phone, like, because he didn't want the man to know he was calling the police as he held a hammer over his head and as a 90-year-old adult, you know? But yeah, um, it is, it's, he always, he does do that. And that happened after 2000 Mules too, where people are like watching ballot boxes and stuff like that. But he's one of the most vocal people to just be like, uh, I don't think our ideology had any influence on this person who just did a mass murder or something like that. You know, he's, yeah. he quickly denounces the stochastic terrorism that he starts, you know? Yeah. And evangelicals will always say, uh, we aren't responsible for any crazy people at school board meetings who are about LGBTQ issues or, you know. They always deny that they have any influence on people. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's that's funny, too. It is, they do. They deny it to even themselves because, like, they're the type of people who are just like, you know, if we told enough people about this Jesus guy, I think they'd really, they'd really get it. If they saw how good our lives were and they, we just told them about this guy, I think they'd understand. It's like, everybody's heard about him we've all heard about him we're good we know what he did like you learn this in american <laughs> secular school somehow like you know we're good man yeah you, jesus was a very cool guy yeah like like the king missile song yeah we don't need to hear like how he enabled you to like stop cheating on your third wife and like get you a pickup truck you know like i yeah. have 250 with the fucking the black widow spider pack and all this shit it's like yeah man like you also have an uncle and like a dad who owns like a fucking machine shop or like a car dealership, you know? And yeah, it's always, nobody's responsible. They're not even responsible. I mean, they're not even, the way sin is viewed is like, it's an, it's a detachment. It's not me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. There's always an external evil, just looking to force pressure on you to do something bad. And there's like, I don't know, you know, God knows that's not what's in my heart. So it's okay. Yeah. There's ways in which the January 6th mob, is kind of like a representation of evangelical irresponsibility. It's kind of like they were misled. Um, they didn't mean any harm, et cetera. Yeah, you can have that mindset where you can be like, yeah, I know I was in the Capitol, but like that Q shaman made us look foolish, you know? Mm. Or like the zip tie guys made us look foolish. Or like the guy shitting in Pelosi's desk made us look heroic, I guess. <laughs> you know, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, and well, you know, January 6th, this one, also, yeah, you get a lot in this movie, too, the false flag bullshit, and, like, it's somebody else. We get Ray Epps coming back up, who, mm -hmm. it seems like a bad idea to put in your fucking documentary when he's suing Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Like, this came out just two weeks ago, and they put Ray Epps in there, and they had a whole, like, segment detailing how Ray Epps is, like, responsible for January 6th, probably. And that, yeah, he's currently engaged in a lawsuit against Tucker after Tucker lost the, the uh, after Fox lost the Dominion one. So they didn't seem to give a shit about that. Um, Dinesh clearly doesn't give a shit about getting Debbie's going to jail next, obviously. Yeah, that's interesting. That, that's really interesting, especially considering Tucker and Dinesh is falling out. I don't know if they've reconciled since then. That was a while ago. It's hard to say. I, I don't think I don't think I've seen them together again at all. I don't I, don't, I doubt. And Tucker's not really doing anything that's formatted for like a movie press tour like this. I doubt he would have Dinesh on of his own volition at this point, too. Yeah, even though Tucker's, you know, going to the bottom of the barrel that's right the, now. That's the funny thing because 
when we were watching this, I told you Tucker and Dinesh both had Larry Sinclair on their shows to talk about how Obama was sucking dick in the limo. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. funny because it's like, dude, this is – neither Obama is running. I know they think Michelle is going to step in with uh, – some of them think Michelle is going to step in with Gavin Newsom, I think, and run for president. But That's so strange. I don't think Michelle – yeah, I don't think Michelle Obama has ever showed any inclination that she wants to be president has ever said anything like doing anything in public office. And I don't think we're going to give another California governor. I don't know. Unless it's Kevin McCarthy running for president. It's like the moderate. Yeah. If you're thinking Michelle Obama is going to run for president, then you're probably also looking for body doubles and seeing whether someone is secretly uh, a transgender person clone. If you look at the Obamas compared to the Clintons, like what have the Obamas done? Like they go windsurfing and shit like, you know, they drown their chef that Obama's having sex with. You know, they do stuff like that, but they're mm-hmm. not off like meeting with like the Qataris and like setting up Chelsea Clinton with a date from like, you know, the prime minister's son from Israel or whatever. <laughs> like they're not doing that kind of stuff where because like they don't give a shit. You know, Obama mm-hmm. really doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he came out with like that stupid ass statement of like, make sure Israel's careful when they bomb Gaza, you know, and like it's important that we blame both sides here. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. Like the only thing like. He's reshaped the Democratic Party in his image for sure. It's not the Clinton Party anymore. Um, 2008 and then 2016, Hillary being shot down like that really like just made him the de facto ideological leader of the party in absentia, you know. But yeah, he doesn't have any much interest in that. He'd rather hang out with Richard Branson and like give a thumbs up or a thumbs down for a Netflix documentary that gets his name on it. You know, he's not running scam charities in Haiti or whatever. Yeah, and that's what leads to like just having Joe Biden being president for unknown reasons. He's just the guy who has to be president, and the Republicans can't demonize him, you know, properly. No, because there's not really he's not there. They yeah, they, they'll say that too, but they yeah, again, having it both ways. These people love having it both ways. It's just he's stupid, he's incompetent, but also like Trump, who is also stupid and incompetent, and like getting tricked all the time by the deep state, you know. Joe Biden is also super competent, and you just don't see it because he's ordering the DOJ to go after, I don't know, Sharona Bishop, whoever the fuck that is. I wrote that down. I don't even know. I don't even know who these assholes are. <laughs> Most of them are not good. When I looked them up, I, the, the things you get for the, oh, no, Sharona Bishop FBI raid Lauren Boebert update. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what this site is. Oh, ex-Lauren Boebert insider. <laughs> okay. She was a Boebert insider. <laughs> uh, oh, Tina Peters. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So she was hanging out with Lindell, too. Um, huh. So, yeah, Tina Peters is the Colorado. Yeah, Colorado county clerk who gave raw voting data from the machines over to Ron Watkins, I believe let him access a voting machine in their fucking county building. <laughs> and, and then uh, I think she went on the run and went to a couple of Mike Lindell's safe houses following that. And then eventually maybe turned her, I guess got raided. I don't know when that happened, but I do remember she went on the run and there was a, there was a network of Mike Lindell's safe houses you could go to, which were also being used by, uh, <laughs> I believe at one point we're being used by Wano Savin and the, the emoluments clause people. 
oh threatening to get children back out of like foster care centers and stuff like that really yes because that was another case that i believe was connected to like the chain of safe houses i think this is also another person who went in mike lindell's safe houses is this one's confirmed the woman running against ilhan omar last election mm-hmm. because she had a bunch of retail frauds from target for stealing right and she left the state yeah now i don't know how long you're allowed to stay in those houses how long mike lindell will put you up i don't know how many of them are left obviously but yeah yeah so these people are just psychos. She's just a psycho. This is a lady who probably was involved yeah. with, okay. Bishop is a controversial figure as evidenced by our 2020 post about an ABC news report divulging that she'd praised the far right neo-fascist group, the Proud Boys in a Facebook video in 2019. So where did this lady come from? I'm sorry. This is fucking ridiculous. Uh, I'm going to cut a bunch of this dead air out, but we're going to read this now. Well, yeah, I'm curious. Like, how did she end up with Dinesh? Well, she was probably too far right for everywhere. I mean, Mike Lindell got kicked off every station, so he could only go on Lindell TV. You know, that's where, uh, what's her name? Laura Logan can only go on Lindell TV now, too. So she might be one of these people. Yeah. Searching for the truth. So. Wow, she teamed up with Tina Peters to search for the truth in Colorado. Um, and she broke COVID protocols. I don't really care about that. Uh, well, sounds like the Colorado Department of Public Health cared about it, though. Um, okay, she doesn't seem very interesting. She's a Bobert insider, we know that much. But, what the f- <laughs> yeah, okay, they should have that guy in the movie who was at the Beetlejuice show. There, That guy's a Bobert insider. Yeah, Where's get a grabber. Let's make a movie about that guy. Yeah. Where's that <laughs> fucking documentary? I, I mean, I, I think one day maybe Dinesh might produce something even more interesting, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he he receives a bunch of stuff. Can I talk about like the, the, the film and TV influences in this thing? Yeah, go for Oh my God, yeah, please. Yeah. I got. I gotta bring this, like, cause like, okay, so like the film opens with black and white. I mean, either before or after the uh, home invasion by the FBI of oh, this the film suburban, opens. Like, uh, the film opens with uh, a Hitler speech, actually. Hitler, Mao, and Russian military parades, much like the ones Trump proposed early in his presidency. Um, yeah, there's there's that. Um, there is. Oh yeah, yeah. So like. There's multiple scenes uh, in the same location of Dinesh talking with uh, Dan Bongino in the balcony of a film studio that looks like a parking garage. Yeah. It's like switch, it switch, the camera switches back and forth. At first, I thought it was a parking garage, but then it was like, this like is a, a studio. Yeah, basically, it looks like a bare, empty apartment with the lights off. Yeah. Like just natural, like moonlight coming through, like the light outside coming through. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's that. There's, there's a lot of tropes that are uh, like very subtle where it's like, wait, is that this TV show or this movie? So, like the opening credits, I was like, where have I seen this? So, um, the open, the, the redacted opening titles with the blacked out text and whatnot. That seems to be mimicking the 2019 film The Report starring Adam Driver about the Senate investigation into the CIA's torture program. A oh, program okay, both yeah. yeah, a program both D'Souza and most evangelicals supported. 
at the time. The torture program in Guantanamo Bay and elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, why are you referencing this film that's exposing this thing that you supported? I don't know. He just takes stuff. And then I got to talk about like... Well, hang on. Whole... Oh, yeah, that go is, ahead. That is a wild part too, because this is like... um, This is what they've done since. And it's... So, it's yeah, Dinesh was like a huge George W. Bush guy. Yeah. And Tucker made that whole thing, Patriot Purge, about how like... Oh, the Patriot Act was actually passed as uh, you know, undercover way to get to the right wing. It's like, bro, you when you had a bow tie on, you love that fucking thing. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. He's a neo neoconservative. But yeah. they do they do love movies. I gotta say, like that is the thing that once they get as they get older, the brains melt and they just think in movie references. And eventually, you're just cue where you're like referencing a bell from a shitty Ridley Scott movie with Jeff Bridges, and mm. like the Adrenochrome from fucking Fear and Loathing, which you were around when that happened. And like you still believe it, <laughs> yeah. You supported this police state thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same thing, those people also supported Hunter S. Thompson back in the day too. So yeah, like the people reading his shit, they would have known. They should know Adrenochrome's fake, and they should know it's not a fucking police state. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a really good point because it's like he's taking the aesthetics from these whistleblower like films and whatnot, but the whistleblowers are reporting on things that they supported previously. And due to boomer amnesia, no one's going to pick up on this because, like, people who know about this stuff aren't watching these movies. Yeah, Dinesh is being watched. Like, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Yes, <laughs> they got him. Yeah, he's the most. Well, he says one. Minority Report at one point about like future crime. There, there's yeah. a scene where he says Minority Report, and it's like about it was in the part about entrapping uh, Muslims and other religious people into doing crimes. It's basically an episode of Tim Pool. Where they just list off movies they've seen and how things are like it. <laughs> yeah. You know? With um, swords on the wall and yeah, whatnot. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, the Democrats are like Thanos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, they, the funny thing is, is like they, they love these programs and they're not against them. I mean, Tucker has said, like, since his, you know, rogue show on X, like he's gone on programs where he's like, I just want a CIA that's more accountable to the president. And I, you know, I told you before we started recording, I was watching Crowder. And Crowder's idiot, you know, dipshit co-host was interviewing Dinesh about this movie. And he's sitting there like, we've talked about reforming the FBI for a long time, but isn't it time we talk about abolishing it? And every candidate should be asked that no matter what they're running for. (laughs) When did you guys say reform the FBI? The only laws I've ever heard you talk about changing are like fucking police is like right to murder people. Like make that more lax. Yeah. Make it much harder to get a divorce. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Okay, this is another thing that's related to uh, post nine one one world, which is okay. So Dinesh does something somewhat notable in conservative politics, and that the first third of the movie he talks about uh, the FBI entrapment of the Liberty Six, which was a kind of religious syncretic group that had like uh, Christian, Jewish, and Nation of Islam stuff mixed together. He talks about the entrapment of Muslims. Um, but like, of course he undermines this, absolutely undermines this by the last third of the movie, which we'll talk about in a bit, but like, one, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we can go into like, the Muslim stuff because like the one Muslim he picks mm-hmm. out is there's one Muslim and one guy who's a scam artist apparently, which I don't think is <laughs> yeah. even true. I don't know. that In a construction company. Up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He needed money for his failing construction, construction company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, I didn't know what the fuck that, okay. But the first guy, he is like, 
someone you would remember from that point uh like a developmentally disabled guy probably but like yeah what does Dinesh call him like a loner he's like he doesn't have any friends that's why he does this you know and then the second guy who Dinesh you know interestingly chooses just like portrays an American black a very American black guy mm-hmm. yeah is ripping off the uh <laughs> the Taliban or Al-Qaeda yeah, and he yeah. was arrested for saying the oath in the parking lot, which I don't think is a crime. Yeah, you know, it's I, a, the conservatives are terrified of secret oaths, like yeah. the, it's the Freemasons and everything. Yeah, but they well because Catholics, yeah, Jews. I know. well they're mad because of, like the QAnon one got Michael Flynn in trouble, and what did Flynn right. do? Yeah, you know, I mean. Yeah. Besides being like a fucking complete crank and like an obvious fraud and using his like position as a former three star general somehow. Uh, that scene of entrapment in the car is very funny because it, yeah. it has the subtitle saying this is a transcript or something like that. And it's like this doesn't sound real at all. No, like what what <laughs> No, yeah, it absolutely doesn't. Um Hey, let's see. Wait, I will find this. If you want to get with my network, there's a line like that. If you want to get with my network, uh, you gotta yeah, this say this. I mean, it really is good. <laughs> it's it doesn't make a lot of sense why he went. First off, I thought we had free speech back then, you know. <laughs> so why the fuck was he arrested for speaking? I guess he was saying the Patriot Act is when they got rid of free speech or whatever. But like again, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. People, I mean, this guy calls for like anti like. If Antifa did do the Capitol riot, they need to have their heads busted in by the police. And like, but also the DC police murdered fucking Ashley Babbitt. Like, okay. Yeah. Which one is it? You know, like, what do you want? It's like with the guys who are hitting the cops with fire extinguishers being like, we were on your side. We were on your side. Like, bro, shut the fuck. I don't think they can tell right now. Man, I got to get to this terrorist frame up. A lot of uh, a lot of video of Dinesh is shaking his head in agreement with whatever the person's saying, no matter how stupid or like very lacking in details it is. Here we go. Narsil Batiste, a cash-trapped religious seeker, thought he'd found the perfect con. <laughs> okay, is he seeking religion? <laughs> yeah. uh, there might be some rubes in this shit. Maybe if I join <laughs> Islam, I can find somebody stupid down at the mosque. Robes and cane walking your way, eyes on you. He'd trick an Al-Qaeda operative to give him money to do a terrorist act that he had no intention or ability to carry out. He's going to stay Swiss the meat. Yes, this is an extremely like dumb idea. But this. And the guy is definitely a scam artist. Little did he know that the operative was not Al-Qaeda. He was an FBI informant posing as an al-qaeda guy i bet the, okay i wonder if this guy the real guy actually had a cane or not i don't i was wondering that too honestly this guy's like doing a fake limp with a cane and there's a thing like, with canes in this movie there's an fbi agent who's recording them from his phone or something yeah. but he's also like standing next to the parking garage's camera leaning out the side of the parking garage like the most yeah. fucking obvious way you could spy on somebody this guy's got a fake limp he's got a cane and yeah, he's going to church because like maybe there will be someone to scam there. Let's get to the the oath. This is it. Before I give you this money, we need you to take a pledge, an oath to Al Qaeda. Just say the words. Repeat after me. God's pledge 
is upon you, and so is his compact. God's pledge is upon me, and so is his compact. I will be a soldier of the Islamic soldiers until death. I commit myself to jihad. <clears throat> I will be a soldier of the Islamic soldiers until death. I commit myself to jihad. Congratulations, my brother. Uh, so I guess I'm mixing my kind of It's a danger to society. <laughs> okay, one. If a guy started talking to me like that in the car, I'd be like, you're not from Al-Qaeda, are you? I'm out of here. I don't think you really know these guys. You're a liar. You don't have any money for me. And two, it sounded like Dinesh wrote that line. Yeah. yeah. Two. Well, he is an Al-Qaeda guy. <laughs> he, but he wasn't an Al-Qaeda guy. He was an FBI guy, actually. He's a police guy. Um, and two, the, the fucking, this music is so dramatic for this scene, but like, he's just showing a guy get set up. <laughs> This guy was just walking to meet somebody already. Like, he didn't know anything. There was nothing suspenseful happening. He's walking out of the parking garage and getting arrested now, you know? Mm. This, the music is still going like it's fucking... There's action happening. And it's just like two guys waiting for him to say the line that they fed the Arab-looking guy in the van. This <laughs> <laughs> really... It's so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think this guy really did that. I just can't confirm. I don't... They don't want you to know about them. The deep state is hitting them, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would assume. And it's kind of weird because, like, I feel like Dinesh put... He he could have skipped all the, like, FBI baiting of Muslims part and just skipped straight to either January 6th or to the anti-white extremist stuff, you know. But I think he included Muslims just so that he would not be accused of being racist. Well, and you have to remember, Muslims are also kind of based sometimes now. Even though he, he's Indian, though, you're probably right. That's probably not overriding it. But then he's also like... <laughs> it's interesting, though, maybe, yeah. But he also doesn't seem like he... Well, he doesn't want to live in India, obviously. So, you know, he could easily go there and make Modi movies if he wanted to. And there's plenty of movie money over there, and they'd probably, you know, give him money for less. Uh, but he, I don't... I would assume after, like, Trump and, like, when you have guys especially on your publicity circuit who are like Jordan Peterson or like guys like that, or like the intellectual dark web dorks who think like, Oh, this Islamic school board wouldn't let a pride flag be flown. Like, wow. Based or like Taliban making sure women can't go outside anymore. Based, mm -hmm. you know, like these kind of dorks. I think this is, that is like, he does have some inkling of like that is there. Like you can give lip service to Muslims, you know, you can't actually like them, but like, you can even be Nick Fuentes and you can be like, well, I guess I prefer Muslims over like the Jews running Israel, you know? Mm, so it, mm. it's, there's a strange confluence. And I guess maybe learn something from the movie where he was like, what if the Nazis and KKK were bad? Everyone was like, shut the fuck up, Dinesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because remember in 2016, Hillary's America, he breaks into the fucking secret evidence room and like there's a painting of like Jackson in there and shit. He's like, the Democrats don't want you to know he was a Democrat. You like, know, Trump put the Jackson bust back in the White House. That's so funny because like Wade Burleson talks about how one of his ancestors, the Wade Burleson, this guy who was invited Dinesh to speak at this uh, church right before the presidential election. Wade Burleson talks about how one of his ancestors was um, close with Andrew Jackson and like Burleson's written defenses of Andrew Jackson and even said that he was his uh, favorite president because of a, a later conversion to Christianity or whatever. 
He didn't give a shit about that. Yeah, I know. It's um, it's such bullshit that Burleson's talking about. But like, there's a lot of people that like Jackson. But it's very it's very likely that like, if someone is like established for a long time in a place and has power or some you know some amount of wealth, there is a chance. I mean, our fucking Michigan was started by like a 19 year old who Jackson really liked and just kept putting in charge even after he was like voted out. <laughs> You know, that's who was like running the territory at the time was like because it was a pay he was, you know, he was the first patronage system guy who was like Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, slip me a twenty and I'll make you fucking ambassador to Morocco, asshole. You know, <laughs> it was the same fucking deal. So yeah, he was like Trump just didn't ever have anybody in his coalition of like people on the downline who were actually competent is the problem, you know. And right. Yeah. Back then like in Jackson's time you had to be competent to like live past twelve, you know, so I guess it was a bit more talent at the time because, like, yeah, when you got like de- totally degraded people, because like second generation American, like petite bourgeois, is just gone. None of the skills of their parents, none of like the resources or like know how, and like not the economy for the mo- most part. Like, obviously, you know, there you can't fucking you can't start a, like a small shop that does anything or like production of anything or something like that, or it's got to be a, a sales business, you know. So. Yeah. You see how far they've degraded, but like, yeah, you still had to be like, no, no, you were the first generation who already fucked up in Europe when you were coming here. So it's a little bit different. You know, you had to like, you had to get your shit together. Or you were going to die. But now it's like, well, I'm like, I don't have to worry about anything. I was born into this like McMansion that's worth like $2 million somehow or whatever. And like, I just kind of, you know, work at the dealership and see what happens, you know, which I, it's fucking that's how they all become Calvinists. They're like, how do I have all this nice stuff if I'm not a good person? <laughs> but yeah. I don't, oh, why am I so persecuted? Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, yeah, everyone hates them. But to compare like the freak out about like January 6th to like this period in the United States about like Muslims is so wild. Cause it's like, yeah. I, you see, nobody was freaking out as bad about January 6th as they are now about Gaza. Like, guys mm-hmm. who ran defensive for January 6th are now running way harder for fucking Israel. Yeah. With way less in, like, that they seek to gain from it. Steven Crowder's out there talking about how Israel's, like, great and, you know, jihad is coming to America and shit like that. And yeah, so Dinesh is still doing the same. And it's weird, like, what, how do you think, because, like, they're, they're trying to say that Hamas is at the southern border of the United States, and it's like, I just don't think that that's going to fly as well as it did in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, that's a, the, the whole Hezbollah and Venezuela and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you saw it um, season two of Jack Ryan for Amazon with Jack in the <laughs> yeah. office, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russia was moving nuclear material into Venezuela for Hezbollah or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that, that didn't really hit with anybody. Nobody cares. You know, that's not really believable. And the, the Palestine stuff, though, it's still, like, obviously it's much less popular to support Israel. But, like, these guys all have donors and things like that that they, they have to, essentially. And it, to see, like, this, this dog shit movie, about, oh, and what if they set up a guy who was just trying to scam, like, Al-Qaeda? He thought he was just scamming Al-Qaeda. And all I'm doing is scamming white people. And yeah, fucking well, let me be at peace, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're not going to get arrested. Nobody's coming to arrest Dinesh D'Souza. Like, they're not doing yeah. that. But like, if you're, you are a Muslim, who was like a community leader or something like you easily could have been targeted back then. You could still now. You yeah, know? And yeah. To think that like the rhetoric around this is like, 
there's no way beating the shit out of like somebody in Trump hats at like the fucking convenience store or whatever. They're not killing them or like, you know, dragging yeah, them. Yeah, anti-Christian hate shit. crimes. Yeah. yeah. No unless way. you're unless you're like um a Middle Eastern Christian and you're mistaken for Muslim like that poor guy in Tulsa who was killed uh, yeah, a while write, back. They wouldn't write Jesus Christ on my cup at Starbucks. Yeah, if you're a Palestinian Christian in the United States, uh, yeah, you do have things to worry about. But if you're white Christian, then not so much. Yeah, well, they don't exist. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they say they don't exist. Yeah, and they're all Jordanians. None of it exists. But no, <laughs> yeah. What you have to worry about is you see Hamas uses tunnels, and uh, the cartels use tunnels. The bold children so are trafficked. If, yeah, and what if <laughs> if these two groups link up, they'll be the ultimate tunnel builders. And yeah. I believe Elon has said, "Only the only thing that could stop them now is like they need to contact uh, the boring company or something." And this is going to be just like uh, Jordan Peele's uh, horror movie Us with the tunnel system under the U.S. Yeah, everyone will have an alternate down there. Yeah, because you'll, I, you'll, that's where they'll grow your organs. Since we're talking about um, Palestinians in Gaza, we should just really emphasize right now that Gaza is a open air prison. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and all the police stuff is, you know, the Israelis train the police and all the internal passport yeah, systems and following people like as depicted in this movie with Dinesh is happening in, you know, the occupied territories in the West Bank. And all yeah. this scary shit is stuff that Dinesh and these conservatives don't care about. No. And that's the thing is like, how big is the fucking, how big is Gaza? You know, like a couple square miles or some bullshit. Yeah. Like it's, um, so Norman like Finkelstein has, yeah, Norman Finkelstein or Stein, don't, Steen, I'm, I'm saying it, yeah. Stein, I don't want to be accused of, of anti-Semitism, yeah. I really can't remember, oh, <laughs> but don't, yeah, story, Finkelstein. Yeah, I see my video and what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he has a really good, uh, uh, is it like as long as a marathon and then as wide as his walk between two places? Anyway, he yeah, has a good, yeah, it is, yeah I, I've heard that, yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's small as hell. I mean, there's no water. There's no building supply. They're not building the fucking the new deck this summer. I'll tell you that much. But like Dinesh is off these stupid fucking profits from this movie. I'm sure. Yeah. You know? So it's like that's they fucking. There's no water. There's no building materials. There's no medicine. Like the hospitals didn't have shit before they got bombed. That's why they were just being used as shelters. You know, and that's why people are just hiding in them, hoping they won't get bombed again, even though they know they will be. You know, mm. they're bombing bakeries so you can't even fucking have food. Even the food they make, like domestically, is out of the question. And so, to think that anything like Dinesh's scenario is anything like this, where it's like, oh, I, I was put in a concentration camp, aka a halfway house at night. I had to be there by nine, and I could leave in the morning to go make more shitty documentaries. And that was for donating to my friend's campaign through my girlfriend without her husband knowing. <laughs> Which, yeah. Okay. I don't. I would imagine Dinesh probably got caught for that too, because like, it was probably a state they demanded an audit of the votes on, or like an audit of donations on. Or something. It was probably some state that the right wing depend like demanded like we need to have all this checked out. Like okay, and like I assume it was something like that. Because how else do you find <laughs> out that like you gave a straw donation, you know? <laughs> or maybe he's that's why he complains about the IRS looking at right wing people because they all. It's funny to try and like make people care about the IRS, especially like right wingers who are just like, nothing's being taxed in their state. They're not paying yeah. any taxes. They're not like, 
you know, for all intents and purposes, they're not materially paying any tax. And like to be like the IRS is out for everybody. And like they dropped the whole like adding agents to it and everything like that. You know, they've dropped all this stuff and like the any expansion, they're dropping more money from the IRS to give it to Israel. Yeah. And like this movie is just like the IRS is out of control. So they're literally taking away from like the supposed like fucking police state here to yeah. give it to the fucking police state in Israel. Well, can I comment on something about the race here? Like how race is constructed here is like, okay, you got the 2000s and the police state is going out, you know, uh, with, you know, Patriot Act, going after Muslims, black people, uh, mosques. Yeah. And, but then as the documentary progresses into the 2010s, oh no, they're wiretapping not just mosques, but Catholic churches. Right. Uh, increase, it's going up the white scale, right? Mm-hmm. It's going up the white scale. And now it's coming after the white people, and that's bad. And also, um, which is so funny because it's like you know they were tapping, they were tapping Angela Merkel. What the fuck do you think? Of course they're listening to you, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, on everybody. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. And like D'Souza's just trying to do this thing where he's he's like the last third of the movie when the pro life person harassing people, uh, Bevelyn Beatty Williams. Um, like what? What? Like she's the most interesting character in this movie, I think, because also, by the yeah, go ahead. Important to say before we get into these characters too, even more, none of them are in jail currently. They're yeah, all at home or meeting Dinesh somewhere nice for like a day of shooting on a set. Like you can find church. their court records. Yeah. yeah, you can see what they did. It's not pretty. It's pretty ugly, actually, especially uh, what uh, uh, Bevelyn yeah, Williams did. Again? Yeah, I keep forgetting it. Bevelyn Beatty Williams. She was okay. at the premiere too. But oh like like that last third, they're talking in a church and she says, Yeah, I was against BLM. And then she says, uh, Black Lives Matter won't matter until Jesus's life matters. Yeah. And yeah. of course, for the majority of the audience who are watching this movie, Jesus is white. That's how they imagine him. Right. And they're all Jesus now. Are you kidding me? It it just totally demolishes the first third of the movie where Dinesh is like, oh, we should care about how the FBI harasses Muslims. And then by the final third of the movie, it's like, oh, here's this uh, pro-life person, Christian, who's like, actually, we have to focus on Christ before we can care about black people. That's implicitly what she says. And in a recent interview with uh, Dinesh on his channel, she compared uh, persecuted Christian conservatives oh my God. with Native Americans who yeah, are fighting like the settlers in the woods. That's what she said in this <laughs> recent interview. So these white Christians are, are, are like appropriating every single real instance of persecution and then saying that was done to me. That's what the it's a whole composite of all the actually persecuted minorities and people who make up the majority of the planet and then saying, oh, this is actually about white people and why we should have the right to harass people searching for a medical service, people voting anyone. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why it's interesting that, you know, abortion comes back into this like that, because like this, again, was something that wasn't touched for a while because there was violence around abortion clinics, you know, they, they were one that one was bombed they killed that fucking doctor or whatever like it was it shows you how they're just kind of going back into these really old tropes of this stupid shit where like 
I think they're probably realizing to some extent is like we're not going to hold like executive power for a long time anytime soon, you know, because this is the last time we saw something like that. This was like Clinton. And then, you know, you see it kind of rise back up under Obama after the Bush. You know, they were all like we've been talking about this whole time. They were all war on terror guys, all these types of people, you know. But then after Obama, it's like the war on terror kind of fizzles out in 2016 with like ISIS and things like that. You know, that kind of becomes it's only become such a topic now because they all forgot about it. That's why they're all worried about Israel all of a sudden again. But yeah, you see these like, yeah, these old trends are coming back up. And I mean, fuck, we're in a satanic panic again, for fuck's sake. So it's obviously they're just repeating everything that they've had before. And like, yeah, as long as you dogs only think in 20, like 20 year nostalgia cycles, we'll be fine. Like. We can keep pretending to do this shit every 20 years. And I think this is just like, I don't know what the fucking future of either the electoral parties is. I don't, it obviously doesn't matter too much at this point. Like half the Democratic Party is the Republican Party of like 2002 anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting to see them bringing back up this stuff where it's like, now they don't even want to do the terrorism, but they just want to be like, well, what if I thought about it? I posted that I liked it, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. what if I was adjacent to it as it happened and I didn't say anything? Like, would I be in trouble then? Like, well, yeah, man, like, it's, it's fucking, <laughs> is that, <laughs> that's his whole movie, it's like, yeah, dumbass, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I broke in a building, I fucking, I pushed a guy down in front of an abortion clinic with him, I also pushed down a pregnant woman, potentially, like, I potentially mm-hmm. pushed down a woman who I was carrying a child, trying to convince her to keep the child, like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah way to go dipshit like i can't believe i was arrested like even by your own <laughs> standards you should be arrested like what the fuck are you talking about yeah and they said crazy things i have the article pulled up here um yeah they said crazy things when this is happening in 2019 um i'm gonna go run over pregnant women and convince them not to get an abortion like what the fuck yeah what's wrong with you oh oh they have my favorite person in this too north korea lady Oh my gosh, we haven't talked about North Korea defector. I fucking forget her name all the time. Oh man, she sucks so much. All her weird plastic surgeries and all that. She, she's a freak, and it, it's funny because anybody who's not invested in her story being real, yeah, immediately sees through it. Before like, we move on, oh yeah, go yeah, ahead. No, go oh, ahead. even like Andrew Schultz like saw through it on like his show. He's like, yeah, that lady's full of shit. Talk about one train getting pushed by fucking <laughs> children and shit like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Before we move on from Williams, yeah. I think we, we can tie a bow on that, but Williams and uh, Shivanis, her co-conspirator, let's say, <laughs> you know, in um, in consecutive days in June 2020, this is from ABC News, uh, during the pandemic, uh, Williams and Shivanis used force against patients and staff members to keep them from going inside the clinic, the indictment right. said, they quoting from... Day, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And Quoting from a live streamed video on Williams's Facebook page, quote, this is Williams. This is going to be a wonderful day. We are going to terrorize this place. Look at God, bro. These people. I know. This is like (laughs) when we were watching the Ray Epps scene, they show Baked Alaska calling him a fed. The night before January 6th. Yes. Baked Alaska yeah. live streamed himself inside the Capitol the entire time. Mm-hmm. This is, they say everything on it. They're like, I'm going to do a crime. Here's my business card. You know, like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Again, like, what do you think is going to happen? You know, like, uh, I like when they toured the Capitol. They're like, look, they didn't, 
tear up any of the paintings. They didn't. They stayed inside the velvet ropes. They didn't touch anything. It's like they were like shitting in Nancy Pelosi's desk. Baked Alaska was like coughing on phones and shit like that. This lady was. <laughs> now they add to this lady. Not only is she pushing a pregnant woman, she's also out there coughing on them too during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to make sure nobody's living. And to say, and then to, for that to be the lady who's like, uh, all lives will matter till Jesus' lives matter. It's like, but lady, he's sitting at the fucking hand of the father. I think he's fine. Like his life seems to matter pretty much. And I'd say it's the most important one around. If you're gonna go, you know, by who he was, like he's also got he's also the father himself. So chill out. His life seems to matter pretty much. He's got the best spot and like he's got the best seats, you idiot. Like what do you and then the, just yeah, life matters. Jesus' life matters. I'm gonna go fucking push somebody who's pregnant. And I'm doing that to save life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they justify like, well, we have to like bomb every like Palestinian, make sure they don't turn into Hamas one day, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's the same fucking logic. It was like you don't, you don't really care, and like there's no forethought of just like how like you don't see any blowback coming from this like stupid fucking decision. You don't see like I'm no fan of the IRS, but like you don't see who's gonna get away with more tax fraud now that you've like defunded them for Israel like to fucking temporarily fight a war. Like, yeah. I'm, they're not great. Obviously, they're fucking pieces of shit. Nobody likes the IRS, but like, it's not like they're gonna collect. They're not gonna catch me doing fraud because I don't have enough money to be doing fraud with. You know, I'm not running any scams. Most of these people aren't either, except for the people who make these fucking documentaries and these fucking rumble shows and shit like that. You know, and that's why it's all oh the IRS, the death tax. You know, I, I will yeah. have a shitty son. You're like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> and I mean, hey, I, but. At the same time, they they have been informed. Trump informed them. You know, if you don't like your kids, you don't have to leave them money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have fun. <laughs> that's such a so if great. You don't like them, yeah, maybe you don't like them. Maybe it's for good reason, and uh, have fun. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. You were going to move no, on no, to the next. No, topic. it's all right. Uh, we were yeah, we were going to North Korea, lady. Because that was yes. great. I don't. I refuse to learn her name, but this is the woman who park yeah i'm gonna sound racist <laughs> it is park something but that's her uh let's see yeah there's too many k-pop stars in front of her now sorry not popular enough for me to find her on google <laughs> that's what i think you can find her on jordan peterson's show and listen to her there i guess if you really want to find her yeah you um, can find her everywhere i yeah, don't know I mean, I, people I seem Logan. to just yeah, people just seem to find her and say, hey, say that they did this in North Korea, and then she'll say it. That's, that's sometimes yes. I get that vibe. That's what I was going to say is like the people who believe her and have her on uncritically are like people who want to believe her no matter what. Yeah. Like Jordan Peterson, who wants to believe like North Korea is a postmodern hell, you know, <laughs> like they're the most modern is out of this place. You know, like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. They're very, very productionist. You know, they're fucking old school. <laughs> But they just be like, yeah, come on here and say, like, you didn't even know what a rat was because that was only for rich people to eat, you know? <laughs> like, okay. Like, tell them there's only one train and it's pushed by kindergarten-age children. I'm like, <laughs> I'd never seen a TV until I left North Korea. You know, this kind yeah. of shit. Like, her claims are only get, like, every time I see her, things get more and more outlandish. And they continued in this movie because in this movie – she said, well, you know, North Korea is a, was bad, but at least they have gender. They have yeah. two genders. They only have two genders. And the state mandates two genders. What a line. <laughs> There's the list of acceptable genders issued by the state. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, yeah. So she's talking about what she was. This fucking bro, going to Columbia and being like, oh, the professors there are too woke. It's like you were getting an education that you would never have if you were a normal American. Like, yeah. Nobody's going to the same schools as Dinesh. Nobody's, Dinesh went to Harvard. Like, these people have <laughs> such outside like life experience to you. Even the lady who ran here from North Korea has like an outside life experience for me because she's willing to jump on this right wing bullshit, which is crazy because it's like she's just lying. This, they're not even trying anymore. That's what I don't get. You know, like you say, like boomer amnesia. Like you're right, but it goes back like two hours now. There's like not. It's not even yeah. amnesia. It's object permanence. Yeah. I was like, well, I didn't see Russell Brand rape that woman, so I don't think so. Like, yeah, it's really strange. And then, like, I think like what they. Did, it's they're so metaphysical but they're also like they act like they're trying to be like materialists you know what i mean or like oh well somebody wouldn't say this if there wasn't evidence for it like these things you know i don't i can imagine it happening so that's like material evidence that has happened like enough people say it online like frazzle drip like enough people believe that for like jfk jr shit you know like oh, i'm just taking material evidence that's obviously here look at the q clues and shit like that and like to be going through all that thinking you're doing like a materialist analysis but like coming up with like the most like goofy like pseudo metaphysical explanations for shit but it, it doesn't if it's not right in front of your face you forget the only people you remember now are like you don't remember memories with your grandchildren you don't remember like most of the fucking crimes you convince like tell people online they're guilty of but you will remember every name from like the hunter biden probe of like some idiot fucking like <laughs> yeah the durham thing yeah, yeah whoever that or who, who's that asshole business partner who was in this movie for like two seconds the one who the hunter biden partner who testified let's oh yeah hunter biden oh yeah please state too we should not forgetting that yeah you called it like the right wing russia gates it is it is, is yeah you're learning a bunch of names that are stupid yeah so what about fucking steven such and such who is hunter biden's <laughs> business partner at butthole capital it's like bro who like, yeah who what are you talking about like the durham they were still talking about durham till the day it ended like mm -hmm. i mean some of them were even like the Nunes memo and like those people who were like the Durham report shows the corruption. Like I didn't though. It showed like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, FBI agents are shitheads too with their own like political views on stuff. Like, yeah, a bunch of them, like there was also reports that a bunch of FBI agents like agreed with January 6th protesters after January 6th, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I believe that's when the, when the whistleblowers in this movie actually exposed or no, maybe got mad about them exposing that. It's really hard. There's this Stephen Friend, but not about January. There's so many whistleblowers. I can't keep track. Yeah, track well, of them. The, the Stephen Friend guy, I believe, is the one who is um graspy voice. That's like he's the one who exposed that there was they're blowing the right wing terrorism problem out of proportion by arresting people at their corresponding field offices for January sixth. Right. So you're in you Oklahoma. explained this to yes. me, and I was like, yes. "What? You're in Oklahoma." <laughs> So if the FBI were to come question you, it would be someone probably out of like the Tulsa like bureau office. Like there's a there's an office in Detroit. I know mm -hmm. that because when the FBI called me, that's where they called me from. They called me from my local fucking, you know, bureau office of the FBI. And that's what this guy like blew the whistle on is like how basic like bureaucratic structures work. We're like, oh, they weren't flying agents out there directly from DC to go question people that day. And then bring them back to D.C. for an arrest because they were being arrested by, like, the hypothetical police in Oklahoma. They're saying there's right-wing terrorists who are all around the country. I was like, 
they didn't all live in DC. They went home. Like you're just talking about how like people living that a large country works. It's just a big country. <laughs> it's a lot of things happening. It's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, like just be like, well, why isn't there one police force for the whole country? That's what, it makes Chicago look crime ridden if you factor it in like this. Yeah, yeah. If you actually factor in if it was all one police force, Chicago's crime rate actually looks pretty good. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> By that logic, we can just extrapolate any other stupid statistics out and be like, yeah, but if you just counted everything, then what? Doesn't look so bad, does it? This is like a fucking it's like a right wing like Steven Pinker arguing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just chuck everything in there and it looks much better, trust me. <laughs> if you have Poland at like Oh, the the wages wages rose by a hundred percent last year. You don't have to say like a dollar to two dollars, you know. Yeah, just obscure this so it's fucking an idiot can understand. This guy clearly he wrote a book. It's a my journey from beat cop to something. I yeah, the cover is really funny. Yeah, him with the rifle. That's yeah, the episode art. I think actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a good cover. Oh my god, he looks like an asshole. <laughs> wow, Stephen Friend. Well, do we know why his voice is so raspy, though? Uh, I think he uh, had sex with RFK. Okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> who cares? Who, cares? Like, who is this guy? These are literally, like, these are names you're only going to know later. Like, if, like I said, these are the names like a melted brain will remember in like five years when they're arguing about like why Hillary's about to come back and run for office again or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah. The fucking... Which I don't... Pairs frequently bought together. This, uh, my journey from beat cop to suspended suspended FBI whistleblower. <laughs> that sounds so fucking lame. So I've been suspended without pay for two weeks. It sounds like he went back to his job. Yeah. Okay. What the pledge? And it's often bought with the pledge to America. One man's journey from political prisoner to U.S. Navy SEAL. And you want those together because they're both journeys, obviously. And they're both journeys from, like, one badass thing to another badass thing, you know? And then yeah. you have Mark Levin, the Democratic Party hates America. <laughs> Third in conjunction. It's funny because if you looked at the other two, you wouldn't, like, if you were an idiot, you wouldn't necessarily think these other two were related to fucking Mark Levin whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I've seen him in one in a Dinesh movie. I I. I mean, it's still like it's possible that this middle guy here with the Navy SEAL book isn't a, like a weird shithead. Who knows? But he just got lumped in with that, so I'm going to assume he is. You know. But yeah, this the, the whistleblowers were just bullshit. It was literally like bullshit. They're like, oh, I, I expose that like they were taking an hour break instead of 45 minutes, and like even though they don't, they know we don't count that 15 minute travel time. Like you have to be back by then. Like. What this isn't anything like you couldn't just figure out. These aren't fucking whistles to be blown. This isn't fucking WikiLeaks. These aren't impressive and like a bunch of oh the Hunter Biden laptop. I think some of them are probably whistleblowers around that. Which again, what are you fucking blowing the whistle on? Oh the FBI, the the intelligence agencies talk to the fucking social media agencies. You all think the news gets their talking points from that at six a.m. You know, like of course they. Yeah. And this isn't <laughs> shocking to me. You know, is it? Is it wild that like the New York Post got taken down for that one Hunter story? Like, yeah, that is pretty fucking wild. You know, that is, it's because it's the New York Post, but again, it's still a tabloid. It's owned by Jared Kushner or like was owned partly by Jared Kushner. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think you should necessarily ban them right off. You can probably, the FBI probably could have contacted them. I'm sure they have their number as well, you know, but to say like, oh, 
it's out of control. Most of these people who get banned for one thing aren't doing anything like exposing any truth. I mean, if they're they're like Dom Luker who's posting child porn, like save children or whatever, you know, they're freaks and then they're they're posting just racist shit or just memes about like Hillary drinking blood. And they're like, why do I get banned all the time? And like, why? Why am I shadow banned? Even though like nobody was interacting with my content to begin with, and like besides bots, you know, these people it's yeah. just they the dumbest shit, man. They just look at this like, oh, when they do finally stumble on a material analysis, they're like, look at this, like check it out. This is horrible. They're hiding this from you. Like, did you know the big corporations write the laws in their favor by putting people in the regulatory agencies? Like, yeah, but if you saw that happen under somebody you like, you'd be like, well, you got to put in somebody you know, who knows about the industry. You know, you got to put big pharma guys on the fucking FDA because they they know what they're doing. So these these arguments are just nothing. And this what this why this movie is so fucking confusing and frustrating. There's nothing here. Yeah, it's just con- disconnected thoughts. There's a whole tangent about Hunter Biden just having sex. Like, why? What does that have to do with the fucking police? He's talking about Ukrainian gas for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> I was what? I was really confused where he was going with that because. Of- I couldn't remember all the details of the Hunter Biden laptop thing. And that story is so convoluted. I don't know. I would not even try to summarize that in a film, you know, like, and I was like, how is this going to criticize the FBI? Cause it like, wasn't this a bunch of personal stuff of this guy that was mixed in like him with the plush toy and the chicks yeah, that's uh, the, smoking. That's what like, I, think I too. It is mostly just porn and like, yeah. What, came about from like that they're saying like oh hunter like did influence peddling or whatever that came through the hearings later where they called that guy who was his business partner in that's where that came from so none of that i don't think any of that came from the laptop to my knowledge the the whole thing to my mind undermines the themes in this movie about the fbi is intruding in your home they're intruding regarding your body via the pandemic and they're intruding into Hunter Biden's personal life because supposedly there's some sort of information of the public interest in among his pornography and his drug issues and whatnot, you know? Right. Yeah. They're keeping you from intruding in all those things. Yeah. But it's like, we have to know what Hunter Biden is doing. We have to know about Michelle Obama's alleged uh, <laughs> private yeah, parts. They, you they, know? Bring up, and this, they bring up early on Carter Page. You're like, Oh, when they when they found out Carter Page did something illegal, they arrest him, and, and then they tried to say like maybe somebody else did something illegal. Do you think it's okay that a, a policing agency would do that? Like, what are you talking? Like, yeah. They tried to make it all about Carter Page. It's like, yeah, it's the news. It's on twenty four hours a day. Of course, they're talking about Carter Page for like five <laughs> days straight. Like, yeah, man, there's nothing much to talk about. Like, nothing's really going on. They're not going to talk about anything that actually like. If Donald Trump is doing anything that's actually bad, like they're not really going to focus on it because they like the same shit typically, you know. But yeah, it was all fucking. And I guess these FBI agents, uh, some FBI directors or some bullshit, like signed a letter saying like the Hunter Biden laptop looks like Russian disinformation. And then I think they all signed a letter saying like, oh, maybe not or something like that. And I guess that's taken as like the gospel that they all lied and that. The whole thing is made. The whole thing of saying anything that people say that comes off Hunter Biden's laptop is fake is fake. So that's how you end up with like the Epstein flight logs that like, oh, Katy Perry's on them and Lady Gaga. It's like when when they were six, you know, like oh, a four year old Chrissy Teigen was on a flight with Jeffrey Epstein, according to this log I found on 4chan. You know, they just fucking retcon everything, like everything, and they fucking melted the brains to the point where it's like they're retconning every moment of their lives. 
Like, mm. just every second is just like, yeah, well, it makes sense now. I mean, it's strange to see, like, this version of the right where, like, they're insane, but they've yet to reach the point of, like, QAnon insane completely. Like, Dinesh wasn't talking about, like, secret watermarked ballots or anything like that. Or yeah. Trump still being president. He was trying to do, like, a very crank analysis of how Trump lost but not quite to the point where like he has to involve any like magic or like time travel or anything like secret technology or anything like that. You know, it's, it's very strange. Like uh, Dinesh is quoted as saying, I have never propagated a conspiracy theory in my life. He has said that he has, but he's also said that maybe what happened at sh the Charlottesville protests <laughs> and counter protests was uh, somehow arranged. I don't know how he, he's indicated that. And, but he's also stayed away from the QAnon stuff, criticized it. Yeah, I think he's smart enough to do that. But yeah. he's like a he's like a Tim Ballard. Like he's like Yeah. He's a yeah. he's just far enough away that he can be like, I've never said that. Yeah. You know, Tim Ballard can be like, I've never said adrenochrome in public. Like Yeah. Uh, Jim Caviezel gets to do that. Yeah. Yeah. What happened <laughs> to him, man? The fuck? <laughs> we'll talk about that when we're done recording. We'll wrap this up here as we go. But um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who else. I'm trying to see. Oh, another lady in this talking about like fucking real uncle excellence. They got aunt excellence. That lady who is talking about oh her nephew. Yeah, who died because he found out he was like probably going to do a couple of years for being a January sixth. Yeah, I and mean, like he wouldn't have done. Obviously, he wouldn't have done that if like they did. Even if they just going by what she said, he walked in the velvet ropes, was inside for a total of fifteen minutes. He wasn't going to do the fucking like up to 20 years that they had him like the terrorism charge or whatever put on him yeah he's gonna do a couple months like the q shaman you know yeah and the district attorney according to her told her that he was not going to get charged with the whatever the higher charge was right, they, they added on like um an enhancement for terrorism or something or like a federal trespassing or something like that but yeah yeah they added on some homeland security like enhancement that was like it brought his grand total of potential years up but like again Jacob Chansley went and spoke and sat in the speaker's seat and like screamed and got like his face paint all over it and shit. And like, he's out already, you know, mm -hmm. he's been charged. The only people in jail for a long time are Stuart Rhodes and fucking Joe Biggs and what Ontario, you know, yeah. actual like organizers who were like texting each other January 6th in the morning. Like we have a plan. What is the plan for today to take the, get the guns across the Potomac? Where can we meet up for the plan? You know, Mm -hmm. That's their fucking fault for like visibly organizing these groups. But yeah, that guy would have been fine. But anyways, he kills himself in anticipation of going to jail. He'd right. Been, he'd been convicted, but not sentenced. Right. He was waiting for sentencing and then he kills himself. And you find out from his aunt, he's a special boy who just got pushed inside by the crowd. Many of the crowd were, I don't think she says this in the movie. And I know she doesn't because you have to go to her website. That's like a memorial for her cut her nephew and it's she says like antifa was there that day oh she so, does yes so there's that being like <sighs> yeah very parallel and like real fucking in close proximity to QAnon people that lady is literally saying antifa was also part of it she's saying like the crowd pushed him inside but also antifa was in the crowd so who's to say the crowd's even responsible yeah the, the, this guy who committed suicide matthew perna i it's one of these cases where I feel bad for him doing a series of mistakes that are kind of 
stupid mistakes, but I mean, people do stupid stuff. Yeah. And there's like a spectrum of the people who went into the Capitol building where you have the highly malicious, scary people with intent, violent intent. And then you have this whole spectrum into oafs. Right. I, don't, I don't know. Not to, not to like. No, no, you're right. Because I think dead, but what... It's like, I don't know. I mean, one QAnon guy was there. I remember he was dressed up as Jack Skellington. Like, yeah, that's not <laughs> yeah. a political statement. That's no coherent political. No. Like, that's no fucking <laughs> political yeah. like thought that's co- like present in the United States. That doesn't represent anything. That's just a moron. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, I remember there was an interview with a black kid, who, or like a younger black guy who was like doing it too, and he's like, "Oh, we just thought we were helping Trump. We didn't know." Like, and they genuinely seem like, "Yeah, we don't fucking know." You don't know how serious yeah. this shit is because nobody takes it serious. You don't see it. Yeah. You're so alienated from DC. Like, what the fuck does that mean to you? You know, like, I don't blame him for that for sure. And, but at the same time, like, I blame you if you're like such a dumbass, you really thought like we're going to overturn the government and get away with it. And, you know, if you like, if you genuinely thought that and you thought there'd be like no repercussions for this, like, I don't know what to tell you. You yeah, probably, like watch George mm-hmm. Floyd get kneeled on for fucking seven minutes and we're happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's really hard to sympathize with the January 6th guys whenever they, they make it all about them and then ignore all the other yeah, much greater brutalities. I mean, Nash doesn't talk about like the fact that, you know, people in Portland were being fucking black bagged during the black lives matter protests in 2020 by like unmarked vans by federal agents. That doesn't come up. You know, nobody gives a fuck about that. There was no, they criticize the BLM the in this yeah, movie. Allowed, oh, yeah. they, they criticize. Yeah. The mob is allowed to run rampant. Yeah. Well, the, the white mob is allowed to run rampant and uh they they cre- the one the few moments they mention blm it's criticism mm-hmm. it's rejection of it yeah which i can't follow because it's like the democrats want blm to burn the cities down so then george soros can make them more walkable and you all be forced to move into the cities i guess i don't know it doesn't make sense the way they state it they're like yeah, the mobs allowed, being allowed to run wild, which I don't – the idea that the Democrats run these cities because they also want them all wrecked, and they also want, like, everyone – all white people dead. But they're also going to force you to move into the cities and eat bugs and walk to work. It's just a weird combination to me. I, I don't fucking – I don't follow any of this movie, frankly. <laughs> Nothing makes sense here. I don't learn anything, and I, I don't – how does this end again? I have to fucking check this. Let's watch a clip from the end. Uh, the church scene that reminded me of a scene in The Kingsman. <laughs> Which one? So in The Kingsman, when uh, Colin, not Colin, Colin Farrell, is that the actor? The British spy the guy? Kid? No, I don't no, think no, Colin Farrell's in that. The older guy. Oh. No. Um, well, anyway, in The Kingsman, there is a, a, a hate church one of those hate group churches yeah and they all get the rage um riffit chips which doesn't really make sense but anyway they they all they're all chipped all the church members are chipped and it makes them go uh violence and then this uh british spy guy uh who's gay just like uh, massacres the church it's a very bad taste uh scene (laughs) it's awesome yeah before we wrap up before we go i I do want to before we watch this last year I forgot. Don't mm-hmm. let that sink in. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> that fucking. These people love the guy who's making brain chips and shoving them in monkeys that kill themselves and shit. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Elon, Elon Musk broke Twitter and he religiously like, broke this sink and brought it in. Like, I don't even remember what the point is. It's just literally like, 
now nobody's getting shadow banned, even though Dinesh has definitely complained about being shadow banned again by this point. I think you could look that up on Twitter and you'd find again, you would say like people are being shadow banned. I, a lot of that has happened because people make bad posts. You know, you can buy a blue check mark, but it only works so long. And it's it's just funny that to me that this idiot is like their hero and he's like a literal, he's blocking out the sky. He's fucking putting br- brain chips in people. And you're just like, no, this guy is George Soros, who's like dead. And he's, you know, for all intents and purposes, dead. And this guy, he stopped him. He's going on Rogan and like, he's really giving it to Soros by saying like, he hates humanity. Like, George Soros is asleep, man. Like, he's not watching this. Like, who's this for? You know, like, this is fucking, it's like the Rothschilds. It's like, can you name me one like modern Rothschild in like any position of power? Can you find one? Yeah. Can you find one at the head of a bank? Like, I guarantee you won't. You'll find like their son, like David out like windsurfing and like making books about like global warming for kids, like a picture book, you know? Like, <laughs> they're just dicking off. They're not like, to think like, oh, I remember when George Soros handed over his foundation to his son or whatever. Like, oh no, Alex Soros, how much worse will he be? It's like, have you really noticed anything from the Open Societies Foundation in your life? Like, what maybe like a nonpartisan voting drive at on like your college campus or something 10 years you know 15 20 years ago or something like that if you're old enough but like what are you watching like what are you seeing that like is so influenced by soros i, I guess the whole woke yeah, yeah. agenda but yeah well also there's an incident where uh conservatives were claiming that uh soros was funding buses of blm protesters oh yeah soros funds buses of migrants too just like fucking greg yeah. abbott and fucking yeah that's who DeSantis. <laughs> yeah 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 well, what if uh what if they're just it, Soros is buying them plane tickets and sending them to new york and your city and martha's vineyard peaceful rich suburb like, what if that terror was inflicted on you? Like, oh, okay. What if? What if the fucking, yeah, Obama's doing it? Fucking Jade Helm 15, you remember that? The fucking mm-hmm. military exercise. Mm-hmm. Oh, Obama's going to do martial law. Meanwhile, Trump literally sends fucking troops down to the Mexican border on Thanksgiving and yeah. makes them sit there for a caravan that's not coming. <laughs> yeah, his, his actual Jade like, Helm. Yes. He's <laughs> trying to do like martial law and just like fucking screws like a bunch of troops over somehow. Yeah, but- and this is where the QAnon stuff doesn't fit with the Dinesh stuff again because like there's like anti-Semitic conspiracy theorists in QAnon and also they want martial law and they want they want a police state. You know, it's like... Yeah, they don't trust the FBI either though. I think they would... That's the whole thing about yeah. this movie and that's where True. I think where we can end it really is like... That's the whole thing about this fucking movie is it's literally just the FBI and IRS. Oh, well, we all air, marshals. air marshals. Yeah, <laughs> and the air marshals, apparently. It's yeah. the FBI, the IRS, and the air marshals. 90% of all booked flights are just air marshals. That's why tickets are so expensive because the government gets 90% of every flight subsidized for air marshals, and you have to buy the other 10% of tickets with the rest of the customers. There's only five people flying every day. <laughs> The rest are air marshals. Yes, I love the air marshal part because there was an air marshal whistleblower, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They think it's ridiculous that they keep hiring us. Like, what, the, what do you mean? The TSA, like, didn't exist before 2001. Like, what? This is every agency that you don't bring up. You know, every agency they don't bring up. There's a bunch of agencies that did not exist before 2001. Yeah. And like those don't come up. The Patriot when they talk about the Patriot Act, that doesn't come up. Like, yeah. They don't talk about DHS. They don't criticize no. this relatively recent institution that also spawned ICE. Yeah, it's and it's funny too, because like what you'll see in QAnon a little bit is like pro military stuff because like, like Michael Flynn and shit like that. But like these guys can't even be pro military because oh no, the military's woke. 
everyone's too woke in the military yeah. Like, yeah everything's too these are the guys like chasing them. i believe bud light was brought up in this movie somehow i can't remember i don't <laughs> remember i may be wrong <laughs> it, it probably just came up from dinesh somewhere else within the last few days that i had the misfortune to see but yeah it, it's funny because it's literally yeah it's agencies one the tax collectors two an agency you'll literally never have to deal with unless like you might be one of these people getting irate at an airport or on a plane mm-hmm. you know i mean maybe some of them had to deal with air marshals when like they couldn't board their flights home from january 6th i guess so maybe that's relatable to more of them than we think but <laughs> at the same time like yeah the air marshals the people who collect taxes from people who like have accountants or just pay their taxes anyway they're just mad they have to pay them not the people actually doing fraud and then the fucking fbi just the fbi the patriot act just let the fbi go nuts and like there's so many other agencies involved in this that it's like you're not talking about any i think someone will say like replace the fbi with like the marshal service and shit like that because like they're according to them the marshal service is just about arresting people they don't have an intelligence branch which is a police agency shouldn't have intelligence which what's a detective then like what the fuck is the the logic on that one doesn't really track because like even if that were true you would just have the marshals build up their own intelligence plane obviously like what the fuck are you talking about you know state police have helicopters to like look for shit with you know heat they look for like code violations and shit like that with fucking heat vision you know those fucking infrared like the fact that they're doing that is like of course any agency would develop this to think that like you can make the cia or something more accountable to see him on crowder being like we have to abolish the fbi it's like okay well there's 18 different agencies that already fill the role of the fbi and are super redundant that's how you get a 9-11 to happen dumbass like they're all looking at you they're all looking at something that's what they do like this is their job and they're always they're going to be there unless like you you're committed to abolishing all of them and obviously like this movie's not serious about any of that because it doesn't it doesn't touch on anything that's actually happened. Like I said, all, none of these people are in jail. Nobody's yeah, in fucking yeah. jail anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the whole film ends with, um, uh, like, the FBI goes into a church in the middle yeah. of Sunday service, and they arrest the pastor, and, like, this is a violation of freedom of religion and speech. And... Yeah. Which I think is a callback to, like, when that would happen during COVID. Yeah. But that's not how it happened. Like, the pastor no. would get a fine. Yeah. They can come to the church and fucking SWAT team you and like fucking try and kill, you know, threaten to kill your parishioners and shit like that. And it, they just, these are the people who are like, I think, and I think you do see it, like they probably conflate the two, but they're the people who see like Australia with like their quarantine centers when if you come back from overseas or like, um, like England, you know, England went a little overboard with like, oh, we bust up this family of four having a birthday party in secret, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, you know, if you're going to fucking send them a ticket based on like a contact tracing app and stuff like that, send them a ticket, but don't go fucking bother them, you know, which I think, I guess the U.S. is like capitalist enough that like we respect that. Like, yeah, just pay for it. You just got to pay a fine, obviously, you know, yeah. and I think that it's just funny to see like that's what they're like calling back to is like this once in a lifetime kind of thing. We're like, hopefully we'll be more adept at dealing with something like that in the future if it should have happened. I mean, it'll, it'll happen again, obviously, but like this is literally just something like we botched. Like it wasn't a police state. This is just like a botched response to a pandemic and like nobody knowing what to do. Like don't go to church. We have to tell you not to go anywhere because you obviously like won't do it yourself because like you're not responsible enough to do it. We don't, we shouldn't have to tell you not to go into the Capitol 
on a day that Cong- the joint session of Congress is voting. Both chambers are in session in the fucking same building at once. We should mm-hmm. be able to tell you, we shouldn't have to tell you not to do that. The sign that says, like, Congress in session, do not enter, should be enough to tell you not to do that. But, like, this is, this is the people who fucking warning labels are made for. You know, all right, I guess we have to put up the razor wire fence around the Capitol for the next two weeks because, like, we can't handle this. You know, it's like fucking people are like, oh, don't stick your hand in the blender. Don't turn on blender without lid. Like, these are yeah. these fucking people. Yeah. It's really funny because I was thinking about, like, uh, Coxie's Industrial Army in the 1880s or 90s when he, he did that march to uh, Washington, D.C., and then he had a couple hundred people with him, and they were, like, demanding you know like jobs program whatnot and or like the bonus army in the great depression or there's a lot of instances of marches to washington and it seems like dc has not figured out how to do things (laughs) yes well even like this and then and this one i mean the thought was like well we'll take over we'll like place the government that we like in charge it's like how yeah yeah what means again people just fundamentally like fundamentally don't understand how the world functions like Okay, you've chased them out. Say you killed Mike Pence. Like now what? You have his head on a spike. Yeah, what's yeah. the next step? <laughs> okay. Now what? Are we all the representatives and senators now? Like I don't understand. Like nobody elected us. I don't think that's gonna fly. And like yeah, there's still the forces of the empire outside. They are coming. Like, what do you plan to do here? Do they because, want the white hats in the military and the FBI to like I yeah, I guess that was the thing. Like, partly, yeah. It was like the good people will help us take over. And Trump would be in charge. You know, Trump would – you'd think that Trump would order in the jets to fucking, scram, you know, scramble on the D.C. police or whatever. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Instead, Ashley Babbitt got killed, and some cops killed themselves because they were too sad. It just were, totally preventable. Sad. Yeah. The, yeah. The None of this had to happen. The violence they inflict on other people inflicted on them that day. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a – I watched a documentary about it. I remember one guy who's like an Afghanistan veteran, he's like, I haven't seen anything like this since like Kabul. Like what? What you what? did to them? Yeah. Like, what the fuck yeah. Are you what? Talking about? Yeah. It's having, you're having it inflicted back on you. Like what are you talking about? Like you're on the wrong side of both of these somehow. Like I don't understand. Like, yeah. yeah. Or that line in this film, it was like some sort of news version. The guy said, "This is uh, bigger than 9/11." It's like yeah. not by deaths. I think it's a Chuck <laughs> Schumer, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's like I will say the one. You know how I know that fucking terrorism thing wasn't a transcript? Mm-hmm. That guy said, I'll blow up the Sears Tower and kill like a million people. Yeah, yeah. He's going to blow up the Sears Tower. It will fall into the Lake Michigan, into the bay, and it will cause a tidal wave so big it would kill up to a million people. It'll be a 2012 <laughs> scenario like uh, Roland yeah. Emmerich kind yeah. of thing. Day after tomorrow. <laughs> the wolves will, you know, you've seen the movie. The wolves will come out. It snows really quick all of a sudden. Yeah. You got to hide in the library with your girlfriend and your dad. Yeah. You know, I got this. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Al-Qaeda. I pledge, I, let's go out on this. I pledge my life to the jihad. And no more FBI. No more intelligence agencies at all. That's what I say. I think that's the lesson from this movie. This movie is mm-hmm. not going to teach it to anybody. But listen, no more fucking documentaries. We're done for now. We don't need any more. This should be left for YouTubers who make them out of the, the kindness of their heart. People who put up shitty fucking doc- history channel stuff like VHS quality, they should be in charge of documentaries again because this sucks. This is not a documentary. He's definitely very much aped the Michael Moore style very well for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's the best one to carry it out. Every right wing documentary like that was like about guys like guys who hated Michael Moore would have been made in that exact same style. But like, that's the only one who managed to carry it on. I'll give him that. Yeah. Because like even though no. not like in him that much, but he's the hapless open his movies. You know what I mean? Like he's the guy. Yeah. Like, the Democratic Party did racism. Whoa. <laughs> One thing that Michael Moore thing uh, is uh, the telemarketers and the HBO. That's a good Michael Moore uh, yeah. kind of style, but it's a left wing kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is that that was made by a guy who worked there too, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once in a lifetime yeah. scenario. Michael Moore is like, he just had a style that hit the time. I mean, he's the most successful documentary filmmaker, but like, Dinesh has that for people who are like in nursing homes and like, who buy this fucking stupid movie on Rumble and then can't figure out how to watch it somehow. You know. I remember once during like uh, Beck and Diamond and Silk were really going big that they sold a movie on Vimeo and there was a bunch of comments from boomers like, I didn't get my DVD. <laughs> <laughs> That's who this is for. They've made it easier to buy their videos on demand, I guess. That's good news. And we're going to abolish the FBI. And Hunter Biden did something along with, I don't know, Gavin Newsom and fucking Hillary Clinton and Michelle. I, who the fuck knows? Everybody, the Democrats, the Democrats are like an agency. You get rid of it. We notice they don't except the military. They're not, you know, they're fine. They're not woke. <laughs> they're not really woke. The white hats aren't woke. The white hats, the woke, anti-woke hats will be back. <laughs> and I would encourage anybody who's listening to this, please look up some of these whistleblowers. These are big yeah. cases. And we'll be back. We'll be back with an interview soon, I think. So stay tuned for more. I got three passports, uh, come on, visas. You know what I mean?